Welcome to Reimagine Teaching, a podcast for teachers about education and reimagining a better future for both students and teachers in the field. I'm here today with Michelle Milosevic, um, one of my coworkers uh, for three years now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so super, super excited um, to talk about our classrooms and kind of what that looks like for our students. So thank you for joining me. Yeah, That's thanks for having me. Welcome to our Brittany and my daily life. <laughs> I know. I know. That's what we were saying before we started was like, it is nice. The nice thing about doing a podcast is like, you actually just get to talk about the things that you're doing. Like, Wait. you do and do and do, and now you can be like, oh, we could like debrief about it. Right. We, about this it. is going to be a catch up session. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We always start though with what is bringing you joy today? Because I know teaching is not always joyous. Yeah, so actually... Or this week. Right. This week, well, this week, end of first quarter. Yeah. It was not joyous until today. Yeah. <laughs> lots of catching up, lots of students coming in seeing it for school, getting their work done, which is great. Actually, which is great. It's stressful. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's great because they they care. Right. Um, eventually, they care. Eventually. Not for the first three months. Yeah. I think maybe one of the biggest things though this week was I have a student who's not ESL, but she's in my world history class who is a completely shut down possibly has some trauma going on student Mm -hmm. and she has actually come in to work with me a couple times this week and started working and we talked to other teachers yeah and um one of our assistant principals came in last night at the end of conferences and said saw her sitting there she was the only one left in the room and she was still working and she got up to go to the bathroom and the assistant principal said oh she was really hard last year she was really a difficult case and i said what do you mean and she said she wouldn't do anything she was completely shut down mm-hmm. she didn't pass a single class last year and now she's a sophomore and i said really because she's actually here to work and she just told me she's going to be staying after school even more mm-hmm. to get some stuff done so we're actually seeing a little breakthrough with her even yeah. though she's not esl like you know when you see that kid that looks like maybe there's a, a kid of trauma yeah you just grab them and run if you can you know right <laughs> right like it doesn't matter who we they attract are. them we're right like- I told her I wouldn't harass her or... What did you know. I say to one kid? They were like, can I come work with you? And I was like, what did I say? I was like, oh, comprendes espanol? And he was like, si. And I was like, okay, sure. Like, Yeah, this girl's... We had another kid in there who, over COVID, I had like, stopped by his house. I met his mom. I you know dropped a little ward off for him because he was like the best virtual right. kid or whatever. So it was just the two of them. And he was joking. He's like, I know you want me to get it done before, before tomorrow. I said, yes, I do. And I want to see it before you turn it in. And I said, otherwise, I just might go back to your house. Right. And he's like, no, you wouldn't. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure your mom would yeah. love it. Like, I'll just go over there yeah. and talk to your mom. And she kind of was like looking at us strangely. <laughs> and I said, I'm so I really I don't stalk my students like this very often. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, she does. She will stalk. She will uh, follow your grades and attendance every yeah. day. And she'll stop at your house and talk to your parents. <laughs> I'm like, she will. And her mm-hmm. eyes just got huge. Like, That's are so you funny. kidding me? But I'm like, no, I, it's in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> I oh because we had conferences this week in the end of the quarter so I brought Charlie in Wednesday yes. for a little bit so yeah, when the baby awesome. was here I got the sweetest pictures and videos of one of our students holding her and it's just so and I shared it with a couple of his teachers actually was it the boy with the chain yes yes yeah, she's like chewing on his dog tags and I was I was cracking up because his baby voice is Spanish yes Yes, it Entirely is. in so Spanish. Cute. Oh, mija, no, 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 mija, no, es bueno. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I was dying. But it's a kid who we have worked with for years, and he mm-hmm. is finally, like, trying, starting mm-hmm. to get it together. And so he just, a lot of his teachers are like, he, you know, is a pain, he doesn't show up to class, when he does, he has an attitude, all of that is true. Yeah, lots of energy. Yeah, yeah. but to see the flip side yes. of him being so sweet with her, yes. and so, like, you know, like doting on her. It's it's fun that we get to see that side of our students. Yes. Um, and that they get to see that side of us. Like I was sitting and helping with a math test while I'm holding my kid and being like, this is what it looks like to be a parent and work. Yes. And Which is great. We I don't think we've even set a topic that we're talking about yet, but like we're yeah. already going straight into I our know. days. Which is great because we do have another student, one of his best friends, um, who's expecting. Yeah. And it was great for her, him to see, because he was there for a little while, too. It was great for him to see kind of what it takes that you're going to be carrying this baby all of the time. You don't right. get a break. Right. You know, you can't just walk away. Like, he was kind of, like, not really participating and kind right. of watching from afar. And it, I think it was good for him to see. And then we started talking about the cost of diapers. And, right. and I calculated it out for him two years because he gave us a price. And so I calculated out what two years of worth of diapers cost. It was over $3,000. And he kind of was shocked by that, yeah. I think, kind of going. And I said, that's not wipes. 
That's not yeah. like little swim diapers right. or any specialty things. That's just diapers, right. basic. Not clothes, not food. Right. I just, it's going to add up. Yeah. So I, I think that was good for him too. But it was great to have a little baby break. I know. It was nice. <laughs> I know. And then she had to sit in on a conference and that was funny. I was like, well, we're here. <laughs> she started yelling at a student and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're not a teacher yet. We're right. Oh, that's <laughs> that's so awesome. Really quickly, mm-hmm. so you were an ESL teacher. We yes. worked together in our department. Yes. Um, how long have you been teaching all together? How long have you been teaching here? What is yeah. your experience as far as ESL? Yeah. So, um, wow. I started, this is my 27th year of teaching. I started out teaching in Mexico high school at an all-boys high school. So <laughs> good introduction to our school here. Um, but I, yeah, I taught in an all-boys high school. I was very young, so that was a very interesting situation. Yeah. But it was good. It was very eye-opening and actually made me realize, like, I really do like teaching. Yeah. And so um, came back, got my master's in uh, linguistics with applied linguistics in TESOL, so a ESL master's, um, which was great. I did that in Chicago. Uh, great uh, with some great professors and um, and then just continued and I taught in higher education at different colleges and universities uh, a lot of community colleges but I was also the director of ESL at Millican University um, and then I moved back home to Kenosha and I was at Gateway Technical College for 12 years took a break for five years to stay home with my kids because they were middle school high school it was like more critical, I thought, than elementary school. Mm-hmm. So I stayed home with them for five years and then came back to teaching high school, kind of big circle. Yeah. And back to Trumper. So back to Trumper, where I graduated. graduated. Yeah. Yeah. One of my other coworkers, we went to school, kindergarten, all the way through high school. And we now are back at Trumper together <laughs> teaching. So, teaching. well, thank you for yeah. your service. Yeah, yeah. I always I feel like, especially in this time, to say that you've taught for more than five years is amazing and say that you're still teaching and you're planning on coming back is amazing and we've talked about on the podcast before about like teaching through covid and teaching through here in kenosha we had all the riots and stuff like that and to say like i'm gonna keep showing up even with all of that going on is huge so thank you right yeah well and thank you and as you know too we you know esl we're kind of off to the side yeah you know people don't see us we're not in the spotlight we're kind of behind the scenes more teachers and we don't get recognition. No. Um, and we just actually, one of my co-teachers, a 12th grade English teacher, I was just talking to him about, you know, I'm going to grade some of the work that our kids have turned in and I'll get it done before lunch and all that. And he actually stopped and he said, before you leave, I just want to tell you that I really, the way you are with your kids in the classroom and they're like engaged and, mm-hmm. you know, just doing their stuff and, they, and the, the environment that they bring is all because of you. Aww. And... I really appreciate that. So just thank you so much for everything that you do with your kids because it's mind-boggling and amazing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I won't tear up now. Thank you very much. You're like, can and, you please say that again? Yeah, right. Microphone. Well, you know, and then I'm telling him like, you know, what, you know, you're part of it too, and right. you know, he's yeah. you know very friendly with the kids and jokes with them and makes connections with them. And um, but that was like so great to hear because ESL is yeah, we're off. It's yeah. all it's a lot more of can you do this? Can you do this too? Yeah. What else can you do? I need you to do this. <laughs> right. Uh, you know. Is your plate full enough yet? That's right, too bad. Exactly. Here's some more. <laughs> right. Oh, a sub? No, you don't need a sub. Oh, my god. Can gosh. you guys just cover each other? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's great that I think we have a strong team here. There's four of us. And yeah. I think our team is really strong. And like I said, we do cover for each other. Yeah. We, we don't, we're pretty self-sufficient as opposed to other departments that we see. Right. Um, so you wanted to talk today about classroom community, which is so fun because that's what we do all day, every day. Right. But I also, like, you have that comment. I had a teacher come in. on Today's, it's a work day, and so we just don't ever get to see other teachers in other rooms. And so, I don't know, but nobody ever comes in my room to chat, which is very funny. And when they do, they're always surprised because the corner that you can't see from mm-hmm. the doorway right. is the cozy corner. Yes. So I purposely hide it a little. <laughs> so when people step in, they're like, you have a whole, you have a whole ass couch in here. Yeah. I'm like, I do. And a microwave. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I was like, we're working on getting a rug for the back corner and like Maybe a fridge. Right. <laughs> Mini fridge. Yeah. We got, the lights are down. I have living room lamps. Like, but it is, it's very cozy. Yes. And she was like. Oh my gosh, I had no idea this was all in here. She's yeah. like, no wonder if your kids want to be here all the time. Yeah. And I was like, that's the goal. Right. Yeah, that they want to be in here. And- right. <laughs> well, and I know, and you and I have talked about this before, but we feel really fortunate because I feel that ESL here, at least, 
is the only department that we actually have a community built in. Yeah. You know, we have other minority groups and just any other group in general. They don't have that, like, those bases that they can come to. We have kids between classes will make a special trip to check in in our classrooms to see their friends and say hi yeah. and say hi to us. Yeah. And, you know, last year when I was pregnant, somebody came by and I was like, what are you doing? Your class is on the other side. He's like, I just wanted to see how your day was. I want to make sure you smiled today. And I was well, like, yeah, Dude, see? go to class. Right, <laughs> exactly. Like, you're like, you are amazing. Go to class. <laughs> you're going to be late now because you're awesome. But, right. you know, you're still going to be late. Uh, so what is that? If you had to, like, define it, what does that mm -hmm. mean to have a classroom community? I think that. It starts out obviously with the teacher connecting, making those connections, those personal connections with the students, and you know trying to build on that and have the, then the students have connections with each other to support each other, so that it's not just me leading the students all the time, but they're going to start leading each other and being accountable to each other and being responsible to each other and be respectful to each other. And I think we really do have that, mm -hmm. and I don't see that anywhere else in the building. I don't I just I just don't I don't even see that with like the sports teams or you think that might be built in somehow I don't see that mm -mm. but I am always confident that our kids will always keep each other in check and keep each other responsible you know the last thing I think that gets taken care of are grades because that's the least fun thing to do for them <laughs> but um you know even when it comes to that they they do check each other and say, you know, come on, man, you got to lock in. Yeah. You're like, you got to get that done. I'm already done. And then they'll sit down and help each other. Yeah. They'll help people they don't even know. Yeah. So like the girl who's not ESL who came in, I had two different boys helping her with two different classes. And she's extremely introverted, very shy, barely talks. They just, they just jumped right in and helped because yeah. that's what they're used to now. That's yeah. normal now for them. So I think normalizing that is, is a really mm -hmm. important thing and just encourages better behavior and better results school-wise. Yeah, and it's been cool because there's there are so many things we can do for our students, and there's some things that we can't. You know, I have a kid who I have a couple kids who are staying after school on Thursdays, but having issues with rides, mm -hmm. and so I was able to say like, "Hey, I know that so and so is staying after school and has a car. Go yeah. talk to him." I was, you know, chat with him, and yeah. they were like, "Oh yeah." Where does he live? Over oh yeah, we can take him home. Tell him to stay after school. We'll take him home. Yeah. You know, I can't give students rides. Right. But that that community is built in to say, yeah. dude, you have to do some stuff. We'll drive you home. Yeah. But you gotta stay and do it. Yeah. And they they have that community built in. And then I think about the two boys we have right now in Milwaukee who graduated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that they're still they go to separate colleges in Milwaukee, but yep. they still check in with each other and yeah. get together. Yeah. Yeah. And they call you and yeah, check I just, in. I just talked to one of them two days ago. Yeah, and then, you know, and are, not only are they checking in with you, but asking how their friends who are still yes. in high school are doing. And one of them has a younger brother here and yeah. is constantly asking, how's my brother doing? And I say, well, he's got mostly A's right now. And yeah. he just, you know, he's so excited because that brother wasn't doing well. Yeah. And the older brother was always talking to me about yeah. him and I'm worried about him. And. But now he's in college, so the younger brother is so inspired. Yeah. And, you know, is constantly joking with me, like, I'm going to drop out. I'm not going to college. Right. And I, you know, joke back with it. Yes, you're going to graduate. Yeah. I will pick you up. I will make, you know, I'll go yeah. to your house and pick you up and bring you to school. And I'll talk to your parents. And, yeah. you know, we're both kind of, he's just joking. I'm only half joking. Right. Like, I would go to his house and pick him up. Like, right. I would work out a plan with his parents. Like, right. he's coming to school. Yeah. Um, and they know that, though. And I think they realize and they appreciate that that we are willing to, you know, follow up with them and check in on them and, yeah. you know, check your grades and check your attendance and all those things. And yeah. they they really do appreciate that. They, they feel seen, which is mm. really important. I think a lot of our students, that's the key, is mm -hmm. that they don't feel seen. Yeah. Or if they're seen, it's not, it's, they're misunderstood. It's right, negative assumptions immediately. Yeah. My first year here, I worked with a teacher who was who retired then, but he struggled. The teacher struggled with all these kids are late every morning. Yeah, <laughs> and his response to their you know late being late was really negative and mm -hmm. and I said you just have to tell make them feel welcome. Mm -hmm. It's not their fault they're late. Right. They don't drive. Right. They're the last ones to get dropped off. All the younger siblings get dropped off first. Yep. I'm like they know that it's important. Right. And you can tell them all day it's important. And it, right. But how are they going to tell their mom or their older <laughs> sibling, hey, right. mom, you know, 
you've got to get up earlier because my teacher said so. Right. You know, that reaction's um, not going to go well. But that being seen, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Even though we only have two minutes left of class. Right. But you made it. Like, right. But that smile and, yeah. okay, check your Google Classroom so that you can see what you missed. And Yeah. And a lot of, I think, our department, when it comes to, like, building community, and I struggled a lot last year, we get some pushback because there's a piece then students are late to class because they're with us. Mm-hmm. They're going to be late anyway. It's not our fault. (laughs) Right, exactly. They're going to find somewhere or someone to be, you know, or, well, you know, they need to be doing work and not just talking. And and I think we talked about it last year. Part of it is just the lack of cultural awareness. Mm -hmm. Right. Most of our students are Hispanic. There is no, I have never been to a gathering with Hispanic people where you get straight to business. No. Ever. No. <laughs> Nobody's ever on time. No. And, yeah. And it, it'll take, if it's a party, it'll take one or two hours for people, you know, to kind of get the party going. Right. Yeah. So. Right. And that's, yeah, the same thing here. Even just, if we're just getting together to eat a meal, we're not yes. going to come and eat. You have to talk for an right, hour first. Right. And then maybe we'll start cooking. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's the same thing. And, I, you know, because I've lived abroad in South America and, and Central America. That's the whole culture. Yeah. I, I know my sister-in-law runs a, a preschool in Lima, Peru. And one of her kind of pet peeves, which I don't know why it is because she's from there, is that people not pick up their kids for a while. Mm-hmm. And so she has to have a teacher and a security guard standing on the sidewalk because it's a walled-in school right. um, waiting for the parents. And the parents do, just don't care because it's not part of their culture. So, you know, they're running errands and, oh, I'll pick them up and they're 30 minutes late. And that's yeah. completely normal. Whereas here, right. you know, if you're not, you know, 15 minutes early, right. you're not going to, you know, get a parking spot to pick up your kid or whatever. Right. It used to be that people would smoke in class. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah, not, not where I was, but yeah. I, I know I have friends who are like, oh, yeah, like in college classes, people just like come in and smoke and drink their coffee during class. And yeah. it, it, nothing ever started on time. And it's the culture. And that's it's. And it's hard thing to it's a hard thing to manage because you don't want to kind of take away their culture, but right. some parts of it you're like, but that doesn't work here, so right. you got to adjust a little bit. But and there's there's something we said though for the fact that our our classrooms then feel safe where we can say, yeah. I have one kid who's a freshman. I'm like, you have three minutes. Yeah. And then I'm going to ask you what you're working on today. I can't give you the whole period right. to just talk, but I can give you three minutes. Yeah. And I don't, he's so funny. The first thing he asked, there was a new kid in here yesterday, not a new kid, but a kid he had never seen in here working on Mm -hmm. a test. And he walked up and he was like, what's your name? Do you have a girlfriend? And I was like, (laughs) why is the first question you ask new people if they have a girlfriend? Right. As a freshman. As a dude. I'm like, you know, what grade are you in? Oh, that's cool. What's your name? Your name, anything. But we were giving him a hard time about it. But like, he needs that like mm-hmm. has to connect with people yeah. and by the time he gets to me it's the end of the day and he's like i have to talk to somebody or i'm gonna explode yeah all right three minutes and then we have to get to work right i know which i think is great that they seek us out to do that because like you said it's their safe place and they we're they're safe adults and i don't i mean mm-hmm. how many times have we had kids who've had you know trouble at home and they come to school and they're crying and or they're having trouble with another student mm-hmm. and they just you know have anxiety attacks or whatever it is and the counselors will say like, well, you can come to me or another yeah. teacher who's your, and the, you know, they won't say their counselor. They won't say, they always say us, yeah. like they, one of us, you know, like, oh, I would like to go see Mrs. Lang, please. Yeah. Like, that's my safe person. If I have an anxiety attack, I need to leave class and go find Mrs. Lang. Right. And, you know, I think that's awesome. I don't think, you know, and that's another thing other teachers don't appreciate is that sometimes we step out of class when yeah. we're co-teaching because somebody else needs us more. Yeah. And they just don't get that. Yeah. And because I can catch up with the kids in class anytime. Right. That other kid needs me in this moment. Yeah. And there's been discussions with the counselors, too, of like, well, that's the counselor's job. Send them to your counselor. It's really hard when we talk about building community with students. Our counselors are not super visible. No. In the building. Mm -hmm. And they're definitely not visible with our students. And not connected. Like we're talking about. They're just, they don't have a personal connection. And so, you know, it's very like, well, let's sit down and talk about your grades. Here's some volunteer opportunities. Mm -hmm. Go to class. Whereas because and I, you know, when I talk about my job, my favorite thing about my job is that I get to work with students every day. Mm -hmm. I get to see students year after year. Right. Yep. And so, you know, I'm having interactions. Some of our juniors, it's my third year here. I've had them since freshmen. Yep. Yeah. So when I say like, 
I know you're capable of this. It's because I have three years of experience teaching you. Yes. And then some of our freshmen that just, you know, are came in, I had them as elementary school kids. Oh, that's right. Right. You get and that. And so even that connection of, I was just talking to a student. I was like, hey, I said, you know, how is your half brother? I know he was mm-hmm. like in and out of the house. I was yeah. like, I was just talking to the other ESL teacher that had him. We were like, he was always so cute. And she yeah. kind of laughed and she was like, you know, it's not been great. Like we're, but she, to make that connection with her as a, she just yes. started high school, but to say, I remember you. Yep. I remember that stuff at home was not great. Yeah. You know, if you ever need anything, let me know, you know, and I care about you yeah. and your family. Um, the group we have coming in next year as freshmen will be kids that I had three years as elementary. Oh, wow. So like their parents, I knew really, their families I knew really well. We went through COVID together. So like when that group comes in, it'll be really fun. Cause I'll be like. That's really great because, and and then, cause I see the kind of other end of it where I've had kids who have graduated now I have their younger siblings. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice to see that progression. So you get it from elementary to high school and I get high school to graduation. And I think it was, I think I stayed after school every day this week. But one of the days I had a kid who we have stay after school and then his older sister who I had, mm-hmm. she graduated a few years ago, two years ago, she came back to visit and she wasn't sure if she should. And she said, you know, I don't want to be one of those kids who, you know, keeps coming back to visit their high school teachers. <laughs> and I said, no, 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 I love it when you come to yeah. visit. You're great. And it was so fun to see her come back yeah. and like talk about what she's doing and she was so proud and mm-hmm. and really want to tell me because I had that relationship with her in high school where I was always you know hey so what are you going to do and what's going yeah. on and and coming back and letting me know what she did yeah. and just she was so happy and she was you know hugging me and yeah. it was like you know it's been awesome to see you it's so great Aww. and come back anytime and I love hearing about you and so that they know that they you know there are still people that think about them and care yeah. about them and care about the results you know yeah so we get to see that, yeah. like, you know, and give it, no, like, two more years, and you're going to see all of yeah. this. I mean, you have some now, too, that you, yeah. like, the two boys in Milwaukee. And those kids, too, are, they're going to come back. So yeah. uh, we're going to start a club, and uh, they want to come back and be yeah. guest speakers. Be so, awesome. yeah. And one of the boys, I mean, we had two brothers, we had two brothers here, and one of the boys couldn't graduate from our school. He had to transfer yes. to get all his credits in, but his little brother's still here. And so yeah. I was gone because I was on maternity leave, but you yeah. guys said, like, when his older brother walked the stage yes. and graduated, he came back and like showed you all the videos yes. and was like, yeah. look at this. When I, yep. I was like, I heard you have a video to show me. And he was like, no, I don't. And I was like, of your brother. And he was like, oh yeah, look at this yes. shit. He's like, that man walked. He walked. He was yeah. like biblical. It was so funny. Yeah. I mean, cause his, his brother was a tough character, right? Yeah. He was a tough customer. And they, when you look at those two brothers, you go, you look at them and from the outside looking and you're like, those are tough kids. Yeah. Those kids come from a bad neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They probably have a bad home life. They probably have bad friends. That's going to be the first impression from the outside. Yeah. But then, because we know them, yeah. they're all, they're good kids, and they do have hard lives. Mm-hmm. But they do have hopes, just like everyone else. Right. And and so the older brother did graduate, like an alternate path, but he did it yeah. after and a lot a, of struggle. The first in his family to yes. graduate from high school. And now that younger brother is a senior and has almost straight A's. Yeah. Almost. And, and I would be surprised. And he's talking about applying for colleges. Yes. Yes. And again, if you saw him, you would, people, no way. There's no way. Yeah. Um, you know, but then I had him in, in, he's in my 12th grade English class. And I have a little desk at the front of the room that I sit at while um, the other teacher's lecturing when I'm not yeah. circulating. And uh, he had, he wanted to do one of the worksheets and he came and he came to the front of the class and he sat right next to me with his laptop and we went through some stuff and it was great because then it gives, because he, he looks like a rough kid. He yeah. is a rough kid, but he's, he's working on straight A's yeah. and he's so proud of himself yeah. and we're all so proud of him and he knows it. He's, and he, you know, he's a leader. He doesn't mm-hmm. care what other people think and he gets other people to do stuff. He was such a good example that he came to the front and yeah. he sat there and all of the kids, not just our kids, all of the classroom kids see him sitting at the front of the class doing his work. And all of a sudden they're like, whoa, that kid, that kid's up in the front doing his work. He puts his glasses on. Oh my God. And he sits there <laughs> and he's looking and he's like, okay, what's this? You know, he's like, how, how do you do this one? And I'm, and so it's just a great situation yeah. that when we do, and again, that's that community, right? Yeah. That it brings together 
all the kids and they actually mm. care about what they're doing. And yeah. then that, just seeing that from the outside inspires then other kids. Yeah. I had noted like, when we talk about the importance of a classroom community, and it's not just our room. I mean, right. <laughs> I, you know, we are in how many different classrooms every day, but that you said, you know, we build relationships and get to know our students. Yeah, and their families. Um, and their families. Everybody, yeah. You know, we make sure that they know that we're a safe adult. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been conversations where I have, you know, I'll hear kids talking and I'm like, I have to remind you, I'm a mandated reporter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to support you, but also there's, you know, limits to that and rules about that. But that they know that if they need, you know, hey, I had an issue with a teacher. Great. Let's talk about how to handle that. Right. Exactly. That they, they know they have a safe adult in the building. If you're not here, I'm here. And if I'm not here, I mean, there's four of right. us. Exactly. And there's just been times kids have come and been like, I need you to text Miss M and tell her I need her. Okay, right, yeah. Give me a minute. That safe adult, like you said, that they find each other then. Yes. Because a lot of times, I think about our newcomers, the kids who just moved to the country, and to be like, I have no idea what's going on. Yes. Be like, okay, well, we're going to put you in a class with a bunch of other kids who have no <laughs> idea what's going on, and you're going to have a couple teachers yep. who are bilingual or at least know some Spanish, and that they get support. Mm-hmm you know, in their class and to say, like, here's the person you talk to is huge right? for making gains and growth and just getting comfortable. Yeah. And I think so. And the academic part is really important. But those kids who are new to the school as well, I mean, for them, I try to I always try, try to remember what I felt like in high school. And it was a very long time ago. So it's hard. But, you know, it's overwhelming. And yeah. you think, you know, you have, you know, you have a bad hair day and you think everyone's looking at you yeah. all day long and you're paranoid. So I try to keep that in mind. So I think, though, that them supporting themselves academically, supporting each other academically, and then supporting themselves actually socially mm -hmm. also. And I remember this great example last year. I had a resource, like a guide to study hall yeah. for just for ESL kids. And they, it was mostly freshmen. And I had a boy who, they've been here most of their lives, so their English is great, but they still need that little support. And he is Hispanic, and she is from Eastern Europe. And she was having problems in one of her classes with another kid mm. kind of bullying her a little bit in class. And so this other, the boy that she was friends with in our resource room said, who is it? I want to know who that is. And of course, I'm like, Don't, what are you going to, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? Wait, hang on a second. And he said, no, I just want to know who it is because I, I might know them or whatever. Yeah. And I found out the next day that what happened was he went, he, I don't know if he like left class early or what, but he that period, her art class, he went and stood outside of the art class and waited for her to come out and then saw the other person come out and said, hey, you don't talk to my friend that way. Mm. You you leave her alone. Yeah. And then walked the student to class. Yeah. And I think he went a couple more times just, and just to come and yeah. pick her up from class and walk her to her next class. And then after that, she had no more problems with that kid. Mm -hmm. But just to support the other kid. And then other kids see that, like, oh, I can't bully that kid because it's not acceptable. Right. And people, other people aren't accepting it. Right. And so I think, you know, he didn't threaten, he didn't do He just said, don't talk to my friend that way. Yeah. And that was the end of it. So that's another thing, which again, is now like, it spreads throughout school. It spreads yeah. through other kids. And we talked about, um, we don't have, we talked about pulling data of graduation rates. Yes. To say like the outcome of, the classroom community, the community we've built with our mm -hmm. students, it has a positive outcome. Yes. More than just kids are yeah. leaving class to come talk to us. Yeah. Um, but some of those things are so hard to measure. Right. How do you measure? I mean, you can measure graduation rates. You yeah. can measure college acceptance rates. But for some of our students, I can't prove that without us, they wouldn't graduate high school. Mm -hmm. But I know that without us, they wouldn't have graduated. Correct. Yeah, and I want to do, so what I would like to do is kind of compare that. And, I, you know, as, and as we know, that from freshman year, they struggle. It's a transition mm -hmm. year. It's, it's, it can be overwhelming for a lot of kids. But as they progress, by junior year, all of a sudden they're saying, I really need to get my grades up. Yeah. I really need to work on this. And they've been part of this community, and they've been seeing the older kids. Mm -hmm. And so they're, you know, catching on. So by junior year, they're kind of just settling down and really getting more serious. And then by senior year... I mean, most of our seniors have pretty good grades, yeah. which is amazing because it never used to be that way. And so I think looking at those grades per grade level mm -hmm. and then also comparing that to maybe the 
general education because our kids typically get an honors or AP, but then comparing them to the general education classroom graduation rates yeah. to show the difference yeah. or by other minority groups or, yeah. or like racial ethnic groups. So, you know, the other, yeah. the African-American kids, the white kids, the Asian yeah. kids, and, and show that differentiation yeah. of this is what we're doing. Yeah. This is how what we What are do some this. other outcomes that you see that that's what's hard is there's mm-hmm. so many things that are not measurable. We can measure yes. graduation rates. What are some other outcomes that are better? Um, other outcomes that you see that are like, this is why we do this. This is why it's important. Yeah, I think that just, I mean, there's self-confidence for one. Mm-hmm. I mean, those kids, they are so proud of themselves, which is key because I, again, was talking to a kid yesterday and they did really badly freshman year. And again, freshman year is a transition year. It's hard yeah. as they move on. And I, they told me that their mom told them that they're not going to graduate, or if they do, it, they're going to be a super senior, and it's mm-hmm. going to—they're not going to graduate till they're 21. And was the—you know—I was like, for me, it's like heartbreaking to hear that the mom is telling the kid that, and she's a sophomore. And so that I'm trying to counteract that, going, yeah. "What? No, that's not true. I'm, I can see your grades. You know, I know, yeah. I know what's going on. You're awesome. You're incredible. We're going to fix it. We're—you know—you're going to pass your classes this quarter." And I had another English teacher come in and talk her English teacher, because he walked past. And I said, oh, do you want me to call him in to let him, to, yeah. to show him that you stayed this late to work on his stuff? And she nodded her head because she doesn't talk. Aww. She nodded her head. And I said, okay. And so when he came back, I said, hey, come on in here. And he talked to her and he said, wow, that's great. Yeah. He said, this is, so this is going to be the first step yeah. in the rest of the year that you're going to get it better and better. Yeah. And she was so proud of herself. Aww. And so we do unfortunately have those people in those positions, those kids, and I see a big difference yeah. in just their self-esteem and though they're proud of themselves and they yeah. come in and brag about their grades to us yeah, or they brag to each other about it. Like, you better get that done. You know, I already did it. And I got a, you know, I got an 85 and right. they love talking about their and grades. And how, I mean, we, we don't talk about it, but yeah. a lot of our students have gang affiliations yep. or their family, you know, their brothers, yeah. their family has gang affiliations. Mm-hmm. How amazing to have a kid who's affiliated with gangs yeah. to say, come in, to come in and be like, dude, look, I got an 85 on my math test. Yeah. What? Can That's- I say after school to work on my English <laughs> essay? I say after school okay. to write an yeah. essay? Like that is, you know, what we're doing. And, you know, we talk, mm-hmm. I talk on the podcast about trauma and like, I can't, it's not my place to share my students' stories with everybody right. I see. But... To say, like, if you knew what was going on mm-hmm. outside of class, for yeah. this kid to come in and say, yeah. can I retake a test, is huge. Yeah. Like, he's even trying or showing up. Yeah. I think, too, you talked about the confidence thing. Yes. We talked a lot. We started talking about just that changing their perception of themselves mm-hmm. to say, you could be a college graduate. Right. They can't even imagine or picture that. No. But to say, you know, yeah. we need, I want to start, a, you know, you're going to go to Gateway. Yep. I don't know. You're going to be a Gateway student. You're going to be a college graduate. Yeah. Even if it's just a two-year certification. It doesn't matter. You're going you're gonna yeah. go, to be a college student. They can't even imagine that. Right. So changing that perception. We also, it's been interesting. We talk, we know that our students have substance abuse issues. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we know that, I've had multiple students tell me, a huge part of that is depression. Yes. And anxiety. Anxiety, yep. And they cope with weed and yes drinking to see they know they can't talk about it at school correct but to see the support system that yeah. some of them have for each other to say Dude, yeah that's an after school activity you got stuff to do while you're here yeah. today so don't do that here yeah or i had a kid who was like i've been sober since school started mm-hmm. yeah i have so just this week so going back to gangs for a second and also drugs. <laughs> so yeah. I had just this week, I had one kid coming in and they had to write a personal essay for English. Mm-hmm. And it's not a kid I work with very often, but he wanted to write about the fact that he was in a gang and he got himself out. And so, and then the lessons that he learned from that. Wow. Yeah. So that was one kid today, this week. Yeah. And then another totally separate kid. And that kid is a sophomore, I think. Because I don't work with him very often. Right. He's not even ESL, actually. He just has a lot of friends in there. He comes in and I help him. Because, again, like, we want to be a welcoming, not to, right. you know, every single kid in school. But if they come in and seek us out, I'm not going to say right. no. So anyway, so then I had another kid who is our, one of our students, a 12th grader. And 
I had a lot of kids between classes. They come in, they check in, they say hi, they check in with each other. And somebody, and I think it was the previous class and it was like freshman, sophomore probably, had written some kind of like a gang symbol on my board, on my chalkboard. And this 12th grader came in and said, did you see this to me? And yeah. I said, no. And I said, what, who? And he's like, who did that? And I said, I have no, I didn't know. I don't know. I have no idea. And um, so he and his friend, they erased the board yeah. for me. And this kid was saying, people got to learn. They can't disrespect you like that. They can't disrespect. That doesn't happen in this room. Mm-hmm. And so the, so two things. First, that they were like, they people can't do that in my room. Yes. Like they are respectful. Um, and then secondly, then they associated that gang symbol as being disrespectful as a negative so i think i was like double win right there right you know our hope i guess one of the hopes for them is that that self-respect and that kind of um self-esteem goes up but also in when that happens then they realize like i don't have to be in a gang yeah i have friends other friends because a lot of times that gang is like that connection because they don't have it at home yeah but all of a sudden no they do have connections and there are adults who care about them yeah and people are cheering them on and helping them so I think that's really important. And then I did the kid, the 12th grader, who came and sat in front of the classroom with me um, earlier this week. He is one of the kids who has some substance abuse issues. And sometimes at school, he'll come in and you can tell he's been using. But I had a talk with him a few days ago. And I have two cousins who are now in their early 30s. They live in Boston. But I was telling them, I said, you know, they both have college degrees. But starting in high school, they started smoking weed. And then it led one thing led to another. And I said, and they never stopped. Yeah. And I said, they got through college. They can't support themselves. Yeah. They don't have any motivation. They have kind of no short-term memory. Yeah. They One's been in and out of rehab. One moved on to much harder stuff and experimental stuff. The other one just yeah. uses weed, edibles, drink, like things and drinks. He just, anything he can get his hands on, he uses it. And I said, he can't, like he has no motivation. Yeah. He, has, he really is never going to have any kind of a life if he doesn't get out of this. But, you know, it's been almost 20 years now. Yeah. So I I said, my uncle still pays their rent. <laughs> and he's in Boston, and now they're in California. They're both are in California. Yeah. And I said, that's awful. And I said, and think of the parents. Like, that's awful for them. Yeah. And it was just a one-on-one conversation I had with them. And the next day, I have him right after lunch, and so sometimes he would come back from lunch high. And I would t- I told him, like, hey, I need you to be alert. Like, I have these, yeah. like, code, you know. I, know. I need you to be alert in class <laughs> for, for sixth-period English. And he said, no. He said, I'm done. He said, mm-hmm. I'm done. I realized, he said, I realized how bad that is for me. Oh, because he had come back. We had that conversation. The next day, he came back super high. And I just looked at him, like, really? And then the next day, he came back, and he was not high. And I said, I'm really happy to see that you are ready for class. Like that you, I didn't say ready for class because that's like so dorky, right? So I was like, I'm really happy to see that you are good today. Yeah. I said that you're like, I, we need to, cause, and I said, we need to get some stuff done in English because, you know, we got to watch that grade and, you know, all yeah. this stuff. And he told me, he's like, no, I'm not going to use it anymore. Yeah. He's like, I'm done. He's like, I know it's so bad for me. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh my gosh. I said, I know because we had that conversation. He's like, I've been thinking about that conversation. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so happy. Yeah. And so, and then that's, I think that's the day then that he came and he sat next to me and he's yeah. like, I'm And then that in. they support each other in that. Yeah. To say like, you know, hey, what are you doing tonight? Yeah. And they, some of our kids, they know that their friends are depressed and so yeah. they go home and they smoke or, mm-hmm. you know, use a vape pen all night. Yeah. And they're like, nah, man, you gotta stop. Come on over. We're gonna, yeah. you know, hang out. We'll come pick yeah. you up. A lot of our students have been talking about getting jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need to sit home all the time. Go apply where I work. The manager is super yeah. sweet. They'll get you hours. A lot of our kids work together. A lot of them do. And complain about They're like, man, we go there and we have to do all the... And those people are just in the back doing nothing. And they're like the ones doing all the work. Yeah. And they get mad about it. It's, but they're like, they have this work ethic. like, the, And they're doing yeah. it together. And yeah. they're awesome. But that they are supporting each other yeah. outside of academic. You yes. Know, with their substance abuse stuff, with the social mm-hmm. stuff, with the... You know, you said one of our students, his girlfriend is expecting. Mm-hmm. And his friend, oh my gosh. Yeah. He's like, you got to get a job. You got to do your grades. Yeah. You got to do this. Yep. Like, Has he even gone as far as to talk to the kid's older brother? Yeah, ratted him out. Yeah. Like, he hasn't been at school. The older brother was like, all right, thank you for letting me know. Yep. I'll get on it. And he's been at school every day since. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but to like to have a support system that as teachers we have set up, mm-hmm. this is how we care for each other. Yep. And that the kids then carry that. Yes. And, you know, last year we had a, we did a gender reveal for my yeah. baby. Yep. And now he's like, 
okay, I just found out the gender of the baby. Like, let's do a gender reveal. Yeah. And he wants to share that with us because he knows that's how we care for each other. Right, exactly. Like, we care that deeply. We yeah. care about what happens to them. We care about their personal lives. Right. And, which they tell us all about, right? And we right. have to kind of, you know, tap that down a little bit when they, when they get to that yeah. level. Like, okay. I think sometimes, a lot of times, the social aspect of high school, it gets mm -hmm. dismissed. Yes. A lot of teachers are like, that's not why we're here. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be worried about boys, so just don't think about it. But it's so real for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they don't have anybody to talk to about, you know, yeah. the social stuff. And we have we joke, like, our kids all date each other, so it's like a you know drama right. all the time. Yeah. But to say, hey, that's not how you should be treated by a boyfriend or girlfriend. Absolutely. How many times have we had that conversation? Absolutely. Of like, you, like, you know, we talk about the self-esteem thing, and that goes for, you know, their relationships, too. Mm -hmm. To say, I saw that interaction in the hallway. I did not like that. Right. As an adult who cares about you. Because yeah. they need people to say that, too. And it's interesting because, and it's usually, you know, girls that we're worried about yeah. getting treated like that. But interestingly, we I think we have quite a few boys who know better and do better. Mm -hmm. And call the other boys out on it yeah and just say we don't treat girls that way yeah we don't do that and i mean i like i obviously like we both we love our students but to see our kids they're so respectful i you know they if it's a boy they will stop they let the girls through the doors first they let me through the doors yeah. first i have kids who will carry my things for me you know the boys if a girl drops something the boys will pick it up for them and you know, give it back to them. If if a girl like wants her water bottle filled or whatever, yeah. the boy will like, oh, I'll do that for you. And they get up and they yeah. they're so respectful to each other. And the girls are, you know, they do their part too. Like, oh, come here, I'm going to help you with your work. Yeah. They're more like the kind of nurturing, yeah. and the boys are more like the physical helpers. Yeah. So it's really great to see that because then that behavior again for those girls who don't know better and they don't yeah. have those examples at home, or maybe their parents don't know that's happening. Right we see it and the other kids really see it yeah. and kind of keep them accountable yeah um again I, I mean i've how many times have i heard and probably you have heard too girls saying like oh this boyfriend or whatever and the other boy saying what they did what they said what to you oh yeah oh oh no that's not yeah. gonna happen anymore and i don't know what happens out in the classroom <laughs> i don't know what words have been exchanged right. or on social media you know, like, hey, don't talk to her that way. Or, right. you know, just kind of that, you know, that they walk each other to classes. Mm -hmm. And you can see that if any of them have trouble, boys or girls, a few of them will walk that person yeah. to their classes or to their car or to whatever yeah. and make sure that they're okay. Yeah. And the last couple of years, we had a couple who was very tumultuous. Yeah. And so we frequently had one of the two mm -hmm. of them with us yes. to talk through yeah. jealousy issues and... But and so I think it's sometimes we forget that they are kids and they yeah. are hormonal and you right. can't just be like, I know you're upset, but you have a math test. You have to be mm -hmm. like, I know this is really hard. Let's talk through it. Yeah. And again, they don't always have a place to do that. Right. And that that couple that you're speaking of, they're still together and they're now seniors. And I think they finally, again, through a lot of support from their friends and from us, but mostly from their friends, have figured it out. Yeah. And they're really good now. They seem very supportive of each other. They are both getting incredible grades. Um, they both are wanting to go to college now, and they're mm -hmm. supporting each other to do that. Yeah. So it's all of a sudden the relationship that it always should have been. Right. But it took that learning to right. get there. So, and again, yeah, it was a lot of people saying, hey, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, of course your girlfriend's mad. Look what you just did. Or of course your boyfriend's mad. Look what you just said. Right. <laughs> you know, so it, you know, they're kids. You're right. They're right. like, they're kids. But they, you know, they get there. Yeah. If you had to come up with some some practical or like high value, like what is it that you or we do mm -hmm. that builds community for our students? Positivity, showing up for yeah. them. I often thank them for coming in and working yeah. hard and telling them you did a really great job today. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, a vocabulary worksheet, I don't care what it is. Yeah. That was really good. That yeah. was that was really good. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, I have that I conversation like that. with teachers a lot. You know, the kid only shows up once every four days. Tell them you're happy to see them yeah. when they come in. Yeah. Make it worth 
make them feel good about mm-hmm. being here. Instead of being like, well, we missed you. Yeah. Why weren't you here? They're not going to want to come back for that. Right. And I, and I do that often. I try to be really positive with them and show up for them. And like I stay after school all of the, all of the time with them. Yeah. If they want to stay after school, I tell them, oh, you want to stay after school? I'll stay after school. Not a problem. I'm going to make it work. Even if it can only be for 20 minutes, 30 right. minutes. Okay, come in. I'll do it. But at the same time, it's a hard balancing act because then at the same time, I'm also, hey, what about this grade in ecology? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I I want them to know that it's not just all sugary sweetness in my room. It's like, hey, okay, let's, come here. I want you to sit down with me and we're going to look at your grades. Yeah. Oh, you're late every first period. That's why you have a bad grade there. Yeah. Okay. So what are we going to do? Like, are you going to fix it? Do I need to call your mom? Yeah. You know, and so I think balancing that out, because that also shows them that you care. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's, I'm not being negative. We're just like looking at the big picture and going, okay, what are you going to do? Oh, I think that solutions focus. So yeah. a lot of times it's, well, you're failing because of this, this, and this, instead mm-hmm. of saying you're late every day, what can we do to fix that? Yeah. What do you, and one of my like kind of favorite phrases, I guess, to say to them or questions is, okay, what's your plan? Yep. What's the plan? What what's your what are we gonna do about that? And and yeah. put it on them because it is their responsibility. But I also say it for their futures. Yeah. You know, okay, you're gonna be graduating. What's your plan? Yeah. What are you gonna do after high school? And then they kind of some they've never had that question before. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do after high school? Their parents aren't asking those questions for the most part. So when I say that, they kind of go, Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, we need to figure it out. Yeah. What are we gonna do? And so start giving them those ideas of that future. Yeah. And then for something to reach for, like a goal, you know, this goal of yeah. I need to be something. I love how the math teacher I work with, you know, doesn't support kids in all the ways we do. Mm-hmm. But I sat in on a conference with her last night because it's a student not on our caseload, but I end up being yeah, the one to write yeah. him up. So I was like, I yeah. better meet his parents. Yeah. And she said, you know, our goal is that you leave this math class with a solid understanding of algebra. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's what that's what we need. She's yeah. like. Because you have to do two more math classes after this. Yep. She's like, at the bare minimum, I need you to know how to, to do this stuff because you're right. going to have to use it again yeah. for two more years. Yep. And so, you know, we got to make a plan for how, you know, he's like, I just need to retake the test. She's like, we have to make a plan for how you're going to learn the things on the test. Right. Because you did bad, the, you know, you didn't do well the first time because you yeah. don't know it. So how right. are we going to get you to know it? And she, so she's even, you know, if we're not talking about college and we're not talking about social, right. just math yeah one step i need you Mm -hmm. to make a plan for how and it was a really actually fun conference um conference to sit in on because you know she said and her the student's dad was really supportive he was like we have to try something different because what you've been doing it has you failing all your classes yeah and so she said you know he's like well i don't use notes on the test because i don't need them (laughs) and she said okay yeah why don't you just take the notes yeah and then crumple it up in a ball and shoot it into the garbage mm-hmm. can. She's like, but just the process of writing yes. it down yep. will help you learn it better. Yeah. She's like, and if you don't want to manage the paperwork and you don't want to fill your backpack with random papers, just put it in the trash. She's like, mm-hmm. I won't be offended. Yeah. But that at least is a step doing something different. Right. Your brain has processed it. Um, you know, and so to talk even on an individual level of... You know, we didn't, I, I introduced myself and I said, you know, I'm an ESL teacher, so I don't support your student directly. Mm-hmm. I said, he sits by all the ESL students. So I yeah. end up supporting him because yes. of his location in the room. Yeah. Um, and I'm the teacher who has written referrals for him just because, you know, the teacher, the lead teacher right. is teaching. We didn't talk about any of his referrals. Not once. Yeah. Because that's in the past. Why, why focus? Yeah. Why focus on that? Let's go forward. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that teacher, um, we are both co-advisors for National Honor Society, and I'm the disciplinary yeah. on, on that uh, for for the advisors. And I had to send out a couple emails about kids who weren't making meeting the requirement, or you know, not enough volunteer hours, yeah. or they didn't whatever, they didn't go to the meetings. So I had to send that out. And I, the email I sent out, I sent to the advisors first, and she came back with that. She said, "I love that you have solutions. Yeah, that you have a, like there's a plan worked out. Like this is what you you didn't you know go to the meetings." This is who you contact. These are the forms that you need to fill out when you go. If you have a problem, if you if you think this is incorrect, contact me. She said, I love that you put all the solutions in there. Yeah. And so, yeah, she's a very solutions-based. She's yeah. a math teacher. Right. She's a solutions-based person. But, but I think, I, that that's really important. Yeah. And I think that helps our students. It helps any student to say, okay, they care about me. Yeah. Because they want to see better from me. Yes. 
that it's not just, you know, you've been doing the one kid we talked about, you know, he ended up leaving our school and part of his frustration, he's like, every time I come in this building, someone is on my ass. Yes. About my hat, about my hood, about yes. me in the hallway, about he's like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Because it's negative every time I come in. Mm -hmm. Until he sees us, and then we're, like, you know, making a big deal about his grill. (laughs) Right? We're like, hey! (laughs) Right. But, and he wasn't wrong. I mean, in a room full of students, they pick him out and yell at him about dress code. And he's like, half the kids in here are, you know, have dress code violations. Um, He wasn't wrong about that. And so, then what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Um, Even with, you know... Our students who we've had issues with admin, you know, we know our students are high and they're like, well, you need to send them to us. So you can scold them. Right. Why? If it's a known issue, check their backpack when they come in the building. I mean, some of this is going on in their homes with their parents. But yeah, how am I? How are you going to contradict that? You know, all you can do is keep talking to them and leading by example. Right. Well, and not only that, when you're saying like, you know, what you're, you're doing drugs, that's bad. You're a bad person. But then their parents are doing it too. So now you're kind of indirectly saying like you're a bad person. Your parents are bad people. Right. You know everything about you is horrible. That, yeah. Yeah. Just no. Just move on. Like what are you? Yeah. Again, look forward. And some of our students have been using drugs and alcohol for yeah. years by the time they're in high school. Yeah. And like you said, and it's in their house. Like you know. Right. Some my, some of them like their parents are the ones dealing. They're you know yeah. they're coming from houses of gang members right. and drug dealers. So, yeah, how are you going to say, you know, <laughs> right. this is bad, you need to change? That's what pays their rent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These are my mom and dad. Like, this is... So, yeah, that having that, I think you said, the positivity, yeah. which is hard. Yeah, sometimes it's hard. It's hard. I have, I'm taking a personal day on Monday because sometimes I need a break yes, from... Yes, we all do that. I yeah. mean, our department does that. We're like, mental health day, mental health day, right, mental health because, day. Right, because, like... To push and be so positive with yeah. kids who don't respond all the time. Mm-hmm. To say, I'm so excited you're here. And they're like, fuck you. I'm like, yeah. all right, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, to say, hey, this is really important. Mm-hmm. This is really important. And then they don't show up. Yeah. Or, you know, can I go to the bathroom? And then they come back stoned. And they're like, okay, let me do work. No, man, what? Yeah. Well, and they know me because my room is right across from one of the boys' bathrooms. And some of the boys who are notorious yeah. are showing up to school high or come, getting high at some point and sometimes that happens in the bathrooms when they want to go to the bathroom i look at them and they all know me now i look at them and i just say you have one minute and you need to be good when you're in there are you going to be good when you're in there <laughs> and they know what that means yeah and they will promise me they'll be like yeah. Oh, yeah, i promise like i just i really i just want to go to the bathroom or i want to wash my hands or whatever yeah. i'm like all right, you told me that you're, yeah. I expect you to come back normal, right. <laughs> you know, right. and they do, like, yeah. but I just address it, I give them expectations, and they acknowledge it, and then they almost always, not always, but almost always yeah. follow through, because they've given me their word, and that's important to them, Yeah. and they don't want to disappoint me, and they don't want to disappoint other people, and they know I won't trust them anymore if yeah. they do, because we trust our kids, I mean, I'll literally, like, <laughs> hey, go into my room where my purse and all of my things are. And, I know. And, like, go do a few things and then come back in 15 minutes. And I honestly, it doesn't like, matter. Can I hold your baby? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm like, the most precious thing in my life. But, I, yeah, I, you can hold her. I, I will give my kids, if I, like, get stuck in the hallway talking to a teacher or kid or whatever, and I need to be, I'll give kids, like, here's my laptop, here are my keys, here's my phone. <laughs> can you go into my room and open the door and let everybody in? Right. And I'll be back in 10 minutes. Yeah. And I have absolutely no fear that those kids are going to take care of the room nobody's going to mess with my stuff they're going to take care of each other yeah the one time we had an issue last year where a teacher's keys went missing oh they showed up like like everyone got scolded publicly yes Yes. whoever said you know my desk is here they need to be back in my desk and they showed back up and they did and it just i think it was a, a joke gone bad yeah but, and then it kind of, it just went too far. Yeah. And, um, and they didn't know what to do. But yeah, everything showed back up. Yeah, but the positivity, which is hard as a teacher to keep up. Yeah. I mean, I told you, like, we had five days to write two paragraphs and nobody did it. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my gosh. First period. Yeah. <laughs> Caveat to that story. It was first period. The right. hardest period of the day. Right. Which is why they had five days. Right. Because I get it. But like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I gave you all the notes. Come on, guys. Well, and that's what I like about our department, too, because then you were like, can I just send these people over who haven't done it to your yeah. room for a change of scenery? And then, like, I think there were four or five kids. Yeah. And I think half of them did it. Yeah. And the other ones started it but didn't finish yet. Yeah. And that, too, I think is important when we talk about, like, how do we build a community 
and I just because I work with the one math teacher so much, mm -hmm. she acknowledges that with kids. She's like, yesterday was not good, so we're going to do something different today. Yeah. Whether it's the seats or a kahoot or yep. but she tells the students that yeah yesterday the notes that was painful and all the yeah. kids go oh good it's not just me who right. thought that was rough yeah and she says so today we're gonna do we're just i told you we're gonna do notes today she's like we can't do notes again that was too much so we're gonna do something different and she always yeah. apologizes she's like sorry i changed the plan and i'm like no you're acknowledging yeah. and that builds community with the students yes. to say i saw that you were miserable and i don't want that to be what our classroom is right instead of holding to the agenda and we have to get through content mm -hmm. today we're gonna do a little different we're gonna do a kahoot or we're gonna you know yeah you get to work with groups today whatever in little stuff like that but acknowledging that it doesn't have to be this you know that the yeah. students need something different and so we're gonna do something different yeah um you know i told my students i was like what is it that you want out of this class mm -hmm. right you other than the credit right and they were like I don't know what I'm doing after high school. I have a lot of juniors and seniors. Mm -hmm. And I was like, great. If we get the content done that I have to cover, yeah. we can talk about whatever. We can spend all of our time on that. Yeah. Well, and we have this club that we're starting. Yeah. Um, college and, and uh, career uh, readiness for multicultural students, yeah. otherwise known as CRAMS. So I actually am super hopeful because I spent over the last few years, I guess my seventh year here, staying after school and exploring careers, Yeah. exploring majors, looking for colleges, looking for scholarships, filling out the FAFSA, yes. um, talking about college visits. La this past summer, I went on <laughs> two different like parent-student, new student orientations this summer with two of the students who have now graduated <laughs> and gone to college because their parents couldn't go and they don't speak English. And yeah. it was during the day and the parents were working and it was after school had ended. So one to MSOE, so Milwaukee School of Engineering, which is incredible, and the other one UW-Milwaukee. <laughs> and so I, you, you know, go the pick up the- de facto you know, parent. I was, I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm your parent for the day. Or I'm like, I'm your family friend today. Yeah. Don't say I'm your teacher because no. like, it might be weird for both of us. Right. I'm the family friend. <laughs> and, yeah. And, you know, I've met both of those parents. Like, I, right. it was fine because that can be weird, too. Like, right. I'm taking your kid to the day that you're supposed to be at, right. you know. But um, and they're so thankful. And I actually yeah. went to one of the graduation parties for one of the boys, the one at MSOE. Yeah. And I actually have a relationship with their older brother, too, who graduated, who I spent a lot of time helping and who actually now I'm like kind of like friends with in quotation marks yeah. and and his girlfriend they both graduated and i still am in contact with them went to the, the parents were just so thankful they called me up when he was cutting the cake he's like i just want to say thank you to my parents for everything that they've done for me and and then he has an uncle who's like a single uncle with no kids i want to thank my uncle who's supporting me and helping me and Aww. and I, I want to thank miss and they they called me up and Aww. i had to stand up there with him and his parents <laughs> I was like, this is so weird and awkward. Um, I feel so bad because, you know, like, I just, right. I don't feel like I, like, he did everything. Yeah. All I did was be his cheerleader, really, right. you know, and, like, read some papers and, right. you know, edit some things for him. And uh, but there's, like, they had me up there. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> but I took him to a parent, you know, so it's, it's really a rewarding, rewarding job. Yeah. And, and I'm really excited for this club because, and those boys are going to come at our college kids are going to yeah. come back and, and tell them about their experiences as freshmen in college. But I just think it's that one more step for them to reach for. Yeah. That they're going to, uh, hopefully, like, this is going to mo motivate them yeah. to reach even farther. Because I think they're doing great. Yeah. For, like, what they've been dealt in life, I think they're doing great. Yeah. And just that one more step. What I, what I love about that our students are so comfortable with us, one of the things that's hard is that it takes time to establish. Yes. I mean, we're in October, and we're yeah. just now getting kids who are like, mm -hmm. okay, yes, I feel like I belong in here and yeah. need... And freshman girls are, like, kind of the worst when oh, it comes gosh. to their attitudes and, like, freshman settling general. down and, yeah. Um, that So we, we have the benefit that we get to see kids year after yes. year. Yeah. You know, my co-teacher works with mostly freshmen, yeah. and so it's very hard because every year she has a whole new group, yeah. and once they finally feel like she gets to know them and they belong yeah. in the classroom they go to another teacher right yeah um, they're all transitioning all at the same time you yeah. know it's, yeah, yeah she's hard. having a hard time hard hard. Are hard but what i love about like that job and we get to see students our students who are not in our department we have a caseload of what 115 kids yeah we probably actually help 150 <laughs> exactly because other students yes. like you said unless they're part of a club or they're yeah. part of a sports team yep. They don't have that community. I mean, the way the nature of high school—you right. have different kids in every yeah. class. And but even then, they don't have something throughout the day. Those are all after-school activities. Right. 
and they students crave that community and yep. then they seek us out because they see that we have yes. that community we we've been talking about and kind of joking about like our kids don't want to leave our program they don't want to leave our rooms well they don't want to <laughs> leave our rooms but like you're exited you don't need our support right. anymore and they're like i need you yeah i'm not going to graduate without you and it's funny because we're like, you're fine. You don't. I, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm going to. Oh, yesterday I was like, I can't help you with your test. What am I going to do? You're going to take the test in class. You're OK. Right. You have all A's and one B. You right. know, it's like you're fine. But that I think it's it's so much more than the academic yes. support. Yeah. You can tell that it's yes. about the community because they, they be won't there. leave us. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And they're worried, like, if I test out. Am I never going to see you again? No, of, of course. course you're welcome to come <laughs> right? back. Of course you can. So to explain to like teachers, like, well, they're not ESL. Well, they're not ESL anymore. Correct. But they are still our kids. So, yes, they can come. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And I do have a few. I had one yesterday. Actually, the kid who was in a gang and got out of the gang just writing an essay. So his English teacher asked me, is it okay if he comes yeah. over? And sent him before I could answer. But anyway, um, he has not been in ESL. He yeah. just he's Hispanic and he has a lot of friends there and he has cousins there and stuff. Yeah. And so he just wants to be there. Yeah. And so if he wants to be here, he's a little hard to handle. He's yeah. a freshman. I think he's a freshman or sophomore. He's a lot of energy. So I just yeah. said, you know what? You can be here. You just sit down, be yeah. quiet. It's hard for him to do that, but he knows my rules. Like yeah. sit down, be quiet and work on your stuff. That's your, that's what we're doing. That's your yeah. goal for today is get your stuff done. Get this one thing. Like I'll be like, your goal today is to finish this one, one thing. thing. You know, and then tomorrow yeah. we'll finish one more thing. Yeah. Um, so, but he sat down and he started writing it, but he's not ESL. Yeah. But look at the, like, he's going to, like, write about. Yeah. He was in a gang and, like, what he learned from that. That's crazy yeah. to think about as a sophomore, freshman or sophomore. Yeah. That he already has that and he already wants to be in this other group. Yeah. That he has, has his other connections. Yeah. That he doesn't need that gang to be a part of something. Yeah. So I think, I mean, if I can think that we're a little bit of that yeah. success, like that is all I need, yeah. you know? I'm like going yeah. to tear up now. Like, I know. <sighs> but yeah, the, the yeah. Our, we have built such a great community that we have yeah. kids who are begging. <laughs> like, yes. like I said, they're like, I can say, Ola, can I be in your group now? <laughs> yeah. Like, or I'll have kids walk by and go, and they'll just poke their head and say, what is this place? <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Someone like, came what? in my room accidentally and they're like, you have a couch in here? It's like, I do. And they're like, what class do you teach? <laughs> right. Can I sign up? If I could take all of you, I would. But right. you have this other teacher here right. who is going to help you. Right. It's not just me. Like, the yeah. other teacher helps too. Um, but yeah, every day. I think every single day. Can I come in? Can I come in? And, yeah. Can I, come, can I go out with you? Can, can I take this test with you? Yeah. They love it. Actually, I have to be careful because for my 10th grade world history, if they're absent for a test, which are typically on Fridays, like every few Fridays I'll have a test, the next week I'll pull the kids. And usually it's, I have a lot of ESL kids in that class, yeah. so it's usually one or two of my kids, and I'll just pull anybody. Yeah. So now I have to, I'm gonna like keep an eye on it because I don't want people to miss the test on purpose so, so they, they can, can go, go take with it you. with me. Because I'll, you know, for our kids, like I'll read the test to yeah. them, I walk them through it, like, okay, let's look at the answers yeah. first, and then we, you know, like see what goes in which space and all that. So they typically do well. Yeah. And because they're learning, and I tell the teacher that they're learning test-taking skills yeah. as we do it. And so the other kids are, I have to make sure that, like, people aren't going to start being absent on the test days. They can do it with me. <laughs> I just think all that that community is, is really mm -hmm. important. Um, yeah, and all the stories we shared, I mean, that shows already what we've seen. And like you said, and then it just compounds when the older siblings mm -hmm. are doing things. Yes. Then the younger siblings go, oh, that is something I can do. Yeah. And that is something that's attainable. Mm -hmm. And then I have other teachers that I've worked with who have seen the kids of their previous students, yes. you know, where the previous students come in and go, you're going to listen to this teacher and you're going to do what this teacher says. Yeah. I worked with a teacher at the elementary school who had a lot of kids, his previous students come in with their kids oh, and yeah. they were like, if you have issues with my kid, you call me. Yeah. If my kid awesome. is disrespectful to you, you call me. Like, <laughs> but because they said, this right. is, you know, this man is why I graduated. So you right. had better listen to him because, yeah. you know, of all the people here, he's the one. And so to see that as a new teacher mm -hmm. and be like, that, that's the power that when you stay in education and stay in a district, you can see that yeah, that community doesn't stop. I mean. Right. And I think one of like those kind of like unmeasurable measures of success yeah. is here professionally that I think there is like some from a very few people, but some is some professional jealousy because we like none yeah. of us, the four of us, we can't walk down the hallway without getting stopped yeah. by multiple students 
wanting or needing something. Yeah. So, I mean, like, literally, we can't... We, no. First, they're all in our classroom. By the time we get them all kicked out of our classroom between classes, we start walking. We can't walk down the hallway without somebody wanting to walk with us or talk to yeah. us or stop us or whatever. And I see some other teachers really not liking that. Yeah. And at the same time, they know that we are in control and have our kids under control. And it might not be what they like to see. Yeah. It might not be their style, but they know that we have control of our kids. Yeah. Um, and that they don't disrespect us and they do what we say. Yeah. And again, it might look chaotic from the outside looking in. But when I see that professional jealousy, I'm like, yeah, okay, we're doing something right. Right. We, we have what they wish they had. Yeah. The, so when I see that professional jealousy, I'm like, well, maybe work on that for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, but that is a kind of a measure of success in a weird way for me. Like, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. That's true. If somebody's bad, you're probably doing something right. Right. Well, thank you yeah. for your time. Yeah, thanks. It was great. Um, we never get to talk like this. I know, we don't. And it's it's fun to celebrate, to hear the stories and celebrate the wins of like, yeah. Here's the wins we have. Here's the wins we see in progress. Like you said, we're going to start this club. And I put on the note sheet when we talk later, like, how are we going to celebrate? Because mm-hmm. that's got to be a piece of it. Yes. Like, we've got to celebrate with our students. You know, we, as teachers, we put a lot of effort into building community and setting our students yeah. up for success. So for them and for us, we need to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> like, this was huge. Honestly. And this is. Well, and I've been telling my students, so I have their pennants from all their different colleges that they go to. And I, I need to find some note cards. I'm going to put the names of, like, yeah. who it was and when they graduated from Tremper. And so I've been telling other kids, I'm like, I need to see your, pa- I need to get your flag up there. Yeah. I need to get that up there. Yeah. And so I think for them, knowing that they can have that success as well, and then on top of that, leave the legacy that yeah. they see these other kids have left, because they know the kids who le- have gone to college. And to see, like, again, I'm going to tear up again. Just like, there's, they're leaving a legacy. Yeah. And they, like, they're in high school. Yeah. But yet for them to feel that yeah. and be like, wow, I am inspiring other people. Yeah. Is hopefully like the start of that for a lifetime. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm done. <laughs> okay, <laughs> As I'm tearing up. I know now. I'm out of Kleenex, sorry. Oh. Um well yeah, thank you. The Reimagine Teaching Podcast is on all streaming platforms. We're on Face no, we're on Instagram and TikTok. But school's hard and nothing's been posted lately. So just listen to previous episodes and catch up there. Thank you again for your time. Yeah, thanks. We'll thanks back. for making me cry. You're welcome. <laughs> Anytime.